Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, I am very pleased to say the whole team is with us tonight and we're going to have a good old chat uh, about our mini series on style in our photography and in other people's photography. Um, This is the wrap up conversation. So uh, we're going to ask ourselves important philosophical questions like, have we learned anything? What have we learned? How do we feel about what we've learned? What are we going to do differently in the future because of what we've learned? All of that good stuff. And uh, yeah, before we dive in, um, I would love to say thank you to everybody in the Discord who has participated in the conversation as well. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in that conversation um, it'd be great uh, link in the show notes for those that are not part of our discord um, it'd be great to get as many voices in there as possible to add to what is already a brilliant conversation uh, so uh, well there we go uh, let's say hello to some folks shall we? shall we Claire how are you I'm very good thank you yeah good to be here and um, I'm looking out for I Dream of Cameras' 50th episode actually Excellent. Uh, Christian, how are you? Pretty good, thank you. Had a good start uh, of the week. So, yeah, looking forward to the uh, conversation. Excellent. And yeah, there was good stuff on Discord. Thank you all for for posting and sharing your uh, opinion on Discord. Yeah, yeah. And Rach, how are you? Hello. Yeah, lovely to be here. Um, it did make me chuckle when you said, oh, wrapped up, because I'm literally sitting here with like, I don't know, five layers on and my big blanket scarf very literally wrapped up. So uh, it, it seems appropriate for today. Now, <laughs> now you say that, yes, maybe maybe I was unconsciously influenced there. <laughs> I mean, you know, for, yeah, I'm sure listeners have realised long, long, long ago, I don't exactly write the intro scripts. <laughs> It really just rolls off the tongue. It's whatever comes as, into my head. As long as you don't have them written by ChatGPT, everything's fine. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. No, absolutely, no, no, no. AI could write the way I do the intros and the <laughs> outros to Sunny Sixteen. At least, I, I at least I hope nobody writes an AI <laughs> that could do that because that would be really not very <laughs> productive. Yeah. And, and, and I, I have to say, the the crystal version of Rachel really is nice. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and fully mentioned about I Dream of Cameras, Claire, actually, as well, mm. because uh, I had a message from Gabe, like, literally last night, um, asking about um, photographic paper for the dark oh. room. So exciting mm. stuff. I think he it sounds like he might be starting to get back to processing and printing mm. again. Oh, so wow. okay. Some questions about that. So that's exciting. Hopefully that's no spoilers for a, uh, a conversation they're about to have, but maybe no, it is. No, that's more of a behind <laughs> the scenes thing, Rach. Yeah. Right? Yeah, just okay. like, yeah, it's more of a teaser than a spoiler that, isn't it? Okay, good. Well, then, um, hopefully that's been teased nicely then. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I sent over um, a couple of uh, links to the, uh, Ilford Darkroom Guides I did because I did actually do a video for anybody who hasn't had a chance to look at them. Uh, I did do one on paper, actually on the Ilford photographic mm. paper sort of range. So <clears throat> that's a, a useful one to uh, go and have a little look at if you if you uh, would like to explore things like that. Cool. Sounds good. Right. Well, here we go then. We should dive in uh, to our topic. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess the first way to do it is who wants, I'm not going to do a hands up here, but who would who would like to share something that they've learned from our conversations about photographic style? <laughs> oh, 
Oh no! I I, I, I think I made a noise. Okay, you flinched first, me. Christian. Yeah, definitely, you flinched first. first. <clears throat> so so uh, thanks to Gilbert for pointing out that we've all been analyzed, uh, and that's true. <laughs> and and it, it it really is true because um, after the show, I I, I went. At, uh, it was pretty late because it was such a long show, and I was I had trouble getting to sleep because I was like. Huh, he said that I'm still trying to find my artistic voice. And then I suddenly realized, oh, maybe he's right. And uh, I think it really helps him uh, if someone looks at your work and then tries to, I mean, he does, I, I, obviously I, I haven't met Anil before um, other than you, but uh, um, yeah, it, it, it was, it's so, sort of true what he said. And it made me think, and I was like, is this, uh, does this mean that I put need to put more work into finding my voice, or I don't know? So yes, it definitely made me think. So that's that's interesting because as you know, as we record this today, it's one week since we spoke with Anil. So you've had some time to 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 let it you know mull over in your mind and and see where it gets to. As it, um, it sounds like you've still got some thinking through to do there, have you? Is it still still, yeah, still circulating for you? Yeah, it was interesting. I, uh, one of the things on Discord that um, I find m most people said was, like, like us, we, we all said, yeah, I don't know if I do have a style or not. And a lot of people on Discord basically said the same. But then after thinking about it, most of them, like us, probably had to admit, yeah, I think I do have a style. Uh, and that's something that I um, that the the take takeaway from from last week's episode is really uh, it's 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 fun to think about your own work and to, because I I tended to use to just shoot away and and do my my thing but never thought about what my thing actually was mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah I think leading on from what you were just saying there um, Christian that there was an interesting um, kind of comment when when we were talking previously and Claire you mentioned mm. the idea well I think we were having a conversation about about it and uh, I asked about what you were thinking you might do you know in the future and do you, were you happy to sort of like stick with the style that you have or if you were looking at something else and I think um, what I found interesting to learn was that as you as you mentioned that we probably all have a style that stays with us that yeah. what we shoot and uh you know can change um but in terms of a style and an approach it's maybe something that we're kind of like born with and it becomes a a kind of a lifelong thing that it it can evolve over time but that there is something about an underlying style that you always have if you like, which I just thought, oh yeah, that's that's probably quite astute, you know, like to to realise that because then you're not fighting with yourself about it the whole time, <laughs> as well. If you kind of go, yeah, and it be a bit more accepting about it, I guess. Yeah, because it's like what I said. Um, I think on the previous week, I think mm. it as for here on this this um, call 
podcast. <laughs> what do you call it? Pop call? What do you call it? Call? <laughs> you know, if we all got the, exactly the same brief, mm. we got given exactly the same tools. So we all had exactly the same film, exactly the same camera, mm. and exactly the same brief. We'd all come back with completely different things, yeah. I think. And that's because we've got a different style. It's like a different, it's like your personality, isn't it? Um, which is, which I think is a good thing. Otherwise, every single photo everywhere would just be looking exactly the same. I mean, I know you, that's debatable, I suppose, as well. You see a lot of things come in fashion, but I think that, um, I think people, I think if you keep shooting, I think the key is if you keep shooting, isn't it? If you shoot regularly, you will naturally develop your style, I think. Yeah. And there's a narrow down, don't you? Yeah. And, but don't you think that uh, when looking at Anil's work, I found that he doesn't only have one style? Because sometimes when I think about my work, I think I have probably one style shooting black and white and one style shooting color. As you said, Rachel, I think in uh, um, in your, your work, uh, your wedding photography. But looking at Anil's work, I thought he had a, a very distinct street style when shooting in Brighton. He had a street style when shooting someplace else. His um, portraits in the pub, the pop portraits are completely different again. And also his commercial work, <laughs> it looks, he's a chameleon, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> He is yeah. a bit. Uh, do you know? I I spent some time looking at his website, um, you know, uh, around about the time we did that recording, and I was thinking to it, and and you can, for me, yeah, the, uh, and it helps that he signposted it on the website. You can clearly see that which is the commercial work and which is the personal work. Yeah. And trying to draw a thread, I think what comes through for me in in for Anil is is the is his humor and his personality so if you see some of you know so some of the 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 fake book covers that he does i love it. I, they're brilliant but really funny yeah. as well so not only is the graphic design work really good but the it's the humor that comes through and if you see some of his um his photography collections um you know, mm. he has people with like an extra leg or have somebody and then he'll have taken a copy of the person and put like a miniature of them sat on the wall next to them and stuff like that. And and that for me is really humorous. And the book he did, I've got I've got several of his books, but um, the book he did on discarded mattresses. Oh, that right, was so good. Was, was just yeah. awesome. And it was like, and that, that had, that, that actually went beyond, it was humorous, but it went way beyond the humor and actually had some really mm. good points in yeah, mm. and some good depth to it as well. Where do you have... Where do you have to live to be able to make a book about discarded mattresses? Yeah. <laughs> Bright, Brighton. Yeah. Oh, Brighton, well, okay. I mean, a Is city that... will do. Yeah. Any it's city funny. will do, yeah. yeah. Talking uh, about Anil, though, I mean, I am biased because I really, I really like Anil's work. I think he's really good at what he does. Um, but it's funny, but I see, when I look at all his work, I see the same i see his style throughout all of his things all right. so what's the, the way i see his work when i look at it all i just see see Anil, i can see his kind of stamp on stuff but i see that he's multi-talented isn't he because he's yeah. very good at many different genres you know yeah, he's, good at, he's good at portraits he's good at his um his commercial work he's really good at, i mean those book covers are brilliant so anil is one of those he's around well around it he's just a really talented artist i think anil but i see but when i i can kind of see bits of you know his him and his style in his work but which that, i love you know that that leads us to a very yeah. interesting mm. question does it make a I mean, obviously, it does make a difference if you know an artist or not. 
but I, I think I'm looking at his work with completely different eyes yeah. uh, than you guys, especially you, Claire, and and mm -hmm. Aid. You you know him much better than, yeah, I, obviously than I do him, know him, and um, it's so it's so interesting that you discover more facets uh, of um, a person or of of the artwork if you know the person, and that mm -hmm. I yes. think that is very important because sometimes I thought in a conversation, Anna. Uh, analyzed me quite i mean in a very detailed and accurate way most of the time but when it came for example to the portrait work um he, he couldn't know that i don't have any problem approaching people because he only he doesn't know me obviously and uh, he only knows my ig feed mm -hmm. and um uh, what he saw on there he was accurate but uh, i think if you try to work with meta information that you don't get from just looking at the images um these these meta informations add so much to the body of work of people i mean i mean for example take rage rage's wedding photography if you know rage and have had mm -hmm. conversations with her you know why people look at the camera in a certain way because there is a lovely woman behind the camera encouraging people carrying around snickers bars and stuff like that for the brides don't you, and, you remember that? yes of course i remember and that that is the kind of person that you look at in a certain way and i think that that information adds so much to the way i look at your images for example rachel and 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 also claire it's your images uh, the 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 the, you, you're so meticulous in your preparations and so on and knowing that you are makes a lot of the choices that you have for a scene so much more meaningful because mm -hmm. there is no rent no no i don't know if i get it to come if that comes it's across about, like it's about context i suppose yeah. then as well like the the context of that or knowing the the background behind the artist the person themselves brings something else to the images that you're seeing and means that you can like the more times you look at an image if it was a painting or what have you you know you can sometimes you can still read more into it each time you look at mm -hmm. that work um mm -hmm. i guess it's a similar kind of thing and maybe style is also about our individual approaches to it you know for me i i, th I agree with claire in that i do think Anil's work has a style like i could look at it and not know it's his and then go that looks like something anna would shoot you know that kind of i'd feeling about about something um and i think maybe that's because he's he's a people person you know like and you can you can totally his approach to getting these shots from people, I think is kind of across the board. Um, and maybe that's what makes style. It's our approach as well as the context, as well as our artistic vision. I think, I think, yeah, because I think that's one of the things that's, that's come across uh, to, to me from these conversations. And also, I think, to several members of our Discord 
who who you know yeah in in the conversation there's you know it, it's people are unclear and then have listened to the conversations that we've had on the podcast and then gone back and thought about it and have said actually do you know what maybe I do or maybe there's this element of my work and that or you know um I, I um uh, one of the uh one of the contributors in the discord Jessica was saying that she has she she feels that she has a, a style in in her digital photography but less so in her film photography which i completely feel for me is true as well so you know um i mean uh, one of the things that yeah, we didn't talk about when we looked at my brand new website, adrianstock.com, to those who hasn't seen to see it yet. <laughs> Shameless um, plug. So, uh, hey, I've got a website now. I'm, so, I'm somebody now, right? I've got a <laughs> website. Yeah. So um, uh, the one of the things we didn't talk about is is um, is what was the process I used to make the images on that website. And, mm. and all of them were digital. And I, when I was putting it, I was thinking, oh, that's really interesting. And I was looking and, and I was looking at my film f- photographs and looking at some of those very graphical style digital photographs. Mm-hmm. And I do feel it's the graphical style that is 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 best representative or what, what I think of as my emerging style. Um, and it occurs to me that actually I don't have so many film photographs that you know, that are an example of that style some of the um it made me think actually in fact i'm sort of looking off off camera at the moment because there's a couple of photos that are just hanging up over there on the wall at the shop and they are instax photos taken with um uh, an old lomography instax mini camera one of the early mm-hmm. lomography ones and it had some a bit more control on it and you could get some quite moody shots out of it and so i ended up mm-hmm. being able to make some of those those graphical style photographs uh on uh on film and i need to to go back into mm-hmm. my archives and find those and add them to the to mm-hmm. the website because i don't really feel the an all mm-hmm. digital photo website is really representative of who I am as a mm-hmm. photographer, right? Because that's not because that's not the case. But it's it it was interesting to just just to to think that through and to see you know to see what I, what it felt like to do that process. So I've mm-hmm. kind of like lost my train of thought there. No, no. I know I was responding I was, to something that Rach said, yeah. but <laughs> I was just going to say on that point though: Are we confusing style with aesthetic though? because you just said with the lomography you could get more moody shots and maybe that's to do with the film stock and different things so it's maybe an aesthetic thing rather than a style thing I don't know I'm just thinking that's a really good my question style, my style would be I know that my style is going to be exactly the same whether I'm using a film camera or a digital camera and my approach and everything's going to be exactly the same but the aesthetic would be different because the tools would be different. Um, I mean, I know digital cameras have come a long way since I was using them, but there's going to be differences, isn't there, aesthetic? And and, and if if you're obviously not going to be in a dark room with with a digital... So I'm just wondering, are we confusing aesthetic with style? The point of style of creating, as opposed to if we use different tools, we get a different aesthetic? Yeah. There's an interesting about... um, uh, working as as a hybrid shooter obviously yeah. you know with that isn't it in that um from creating uh wedding photography let's say uh that, that i do um i'm always trying to make sure that there is a cohesive um look 
to the images, yeah. whether it's shot on digital or whether it's shot on film. I hope I'm able to do that. You can obviously tell the different medium or the different tool I've used, but I'm hoping that the style is across. Yeah. And I think that's what you're talking it, about, isn't it, Claire? Yeah, that it doesn't I, really matter. I, it might do. even, it might maybe aesthetic isn't even the right word because, like mm. you say, Rachel, it's part of our style. Mm. We we have a, a way of creating, and then we have a certain, I suppose, look that we could get. Mm. But I'm thinking that if you're shooting with film stroke versus digital, things can look different. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Mm. Uh, I mean, you, you basically, you guys, Aidan and, and you, Claire, you are two archetypes. Aid is an archetype who has a style digitally and tries to find his style in mm. film. You are the archetype of having the same style on both. And I'm the archetype mm. who's exactly the opposite of Aid. <laughs> I, I developed my style on film and now I use that style digitally. Mm. And I'm pretty sure if I if I show you images that I shot digitally, you'll have a hard time telling whether they were shot on film or mm. on digital because yeah. exactly that is aesthetic that I like in film, that is something that I want and that I, I, mm. I want to shoot. And and obviously Instax, for example, is something I love to shoot and, and I don't even care to emulate it digitally. But what I wanted to say to Aid, you've been using... Uh, lots of black and white film stock right um oh yeah over, over years yeah yeah definitely and, and, you've done lots of black and white stuff when i heard you talk about your graphic style i was thinking why don't you just use uh film stock like double film or, or the lomography films just to you know try a crazy film stock uh, and see if that caters to your um style of shooting do you know what that's a really good point um i just to just to very quickly add my own mm. answer to, to claire's point a um, really good point claire i'm not sure that i personally know the difference between my aesthetic and my style uh, i don't know that either of them in my case are well enough developed to be a, to, for there to be a meaningful difference but to, to question christian your your point there as well really interesting um because uh i i can see i can see what you mean and one the the one of the reasons i brought up the instax thing a couple of minutes ago yeah. is that i i'd really i i can see a way one i can see a way to to not recreating but but to demonstrating or to 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 exercising my approach and my style using instax film uh, especially black and white Instax film, I think. Mm. Um, Is it about emulating it? It's not. No, it's. No. A, I don't think emulate is the word no, that comes to my mind. It's executing, just executing, executing, executing. Maybe a better. Yeah, yeah maybe it may be yeah. a better term. Uh, but I wonder now because, of course, I've got um, incoming at some point in the not too distant future. I believe mm. is going to be my little Alfie Titch half frame camera. Oh, and there's two things that occur to me that are, that could be really quite powerful about that, given that we've had this conversation on style. One is that because it's a half frame you literally have to shoot all the time to get through a single <laughs> roll of film in an afternoon right and which i would want to do yeah i'd want to be able to because i'd want to be able to get a quick turnaround i wouldn't you know on the cat on the photos i wouldn't want them to be sat in the camera for months um the, the power winder 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah, the thing is, the camera is tiny. If it's in the palm yeah. of your hand, the power winder I've heard is a backpack. <laughs> but, but, but 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 honestly, looking at your, for example, uh, the uh, smithereen scene. Yeah, you you shot that digitally, and I thought, why don't you take like, for example, uh, all I retro ATS film, which is very contrasty, and you know, agitate agitated like crazy you'll get some grain even though it's a it's a, a slow speed film or or shoot hp5 at um at uh, 1600 you get crunchiness you can oh you uh, get lovely lovely you know contrast yeah, yeah yeah and develop it in rod and all because that will even enhance the 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 crunchiness and and then I mean, probably you're at the point where to execute your style on film, you need to develop yourself. And maybe it's the we a never has really come to, across to me as being particularly um, an experimental photographer. But maybe that is actually what you are. And he, he is. Look at his. Do, right? Yeah. Exactly. Look at his new website, yeah. adrianstock.com. Yes. He is an experimental yeah, yeah, yeah. photographer. But that's what I mean. You know, like that's. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's never been particularly something that you've gone I'm, I'm going out there as a double film shooter as a lomography you know as a film super or something like that you know it's just not something mm. you've really the, the, the rebel in you needs to come out there we go so there so are some, some avenues to do that no, maybe. thank you both yeah I'm thank you all dark room right dark room because I think it's the printing isn't it yeah. well as well as everything else but when you print again we could all take the same negative, you know, going back to the beginning, couldn't we, Rachel? We could all be given the same negative to work on in a dark room and make prints. And then again, we'd come out with different different types of prints because of our mm -hmm. different kind of aesthetic and styles. But I think, you you know, in the dark room printing is where you have a lot of... So that, that would be... That would be... Uh, um A really interesting thing to describe. I think what I'm... This is... This, I'm sort of... I'm, thinking on the fly here right so if what i say comes out a little bit garbled it's because you three are all giving me loads of really good feedback and i'm trying to process it but the the it occurs to me that actually historically what um I, i've always been dead against doing any kind of post-processing be it be it analog or digital post-processing mm -hmm. right yeah and because i'm very lazy and mm -hmm. the uh, the 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 thing of this style conversation over t uh, over the last few weeks has made me see is that actually where I do do some of that actually is where I get to some of the imagery that I'm I'm most feel mm -hmm. resembles what I'm doing. I do like to break stuff, so um, I I can imagine a hybrid film workflow where I shoot on film, get it processed. Um, I I yeah I totally get what you're saying, Claire. About maybe I need to do my own developing and printing. Uh, mm. I can probably like ninety five percent say right now ain't never gonna happen because I yeah. don't I don't have the yeah. the time or uh, and because I don't have the time I also don't have the inclination <laughs> to do that. But I do know some really good guys who run labs who I could work with to develop that and and make it a repeatable mm -hmm. process. Mm. So so that is definitely very achievable. And I wonder whether, and the other thing about film is one of the re things I loved, loved and love about shooting film is that you don't need to do 
the any post-process you make those choices up front and when you get the scans back for somebody like me get the scans back it's like yeah that looks great that looks what how i hoped it would be that's why i chose that camera and that film stock in the first place and and so again that's a get out of jail card for me but maybe actually um maybe not because maybe not printing something and scanning something is post-processing yeah 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 but there's bits that i would like to do the creative bits and run and then there's the technical bits which i don't um, have any interest yeah in, but so. but i mean even choosing a paper is already mm. post-processing and does something to your to your print or hand uh, cutting or anything like yeah that. or use i mean like these do you know remember those old-fashioned scissors where you can cut yeah. the the border of uh, mm. a print and yeah I, the overall aesthetic so i i, I think I, I feel i mean I, I can't say i understand what claire means between you know the difference between uh, aesthetic and style but i feel like i'm beginning to understand and uh, um, yeah i i i think there i heard that there is this amazing educator in liverpool who can help you out <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to find a creative yeah. printing and i i understand but no joking aside i understand what you say that you don't have an inclination uh, of printing I, I really do understand because uh, it's, it's it's time consuming and it's so funny isn't it because like that that for me is like such a huge part of the process obviously and i absolutely love it it's like i would way i would so much more prefer to be either shooting or processing or printing in the dark room than sitting behind a computer doing stuff you know to using photoshop or indesign or whatever Mm -hmm using any of those tools that holds no no passion no you know for me um whereas the one time that we that graham and i basically forced aid into a dark room uh, and made him like process oh, his own film, and he absolutely hated it and i was graham and i were both like oh, this is so much fun and we were having the whale of a time and aid was just like nah, i'll send it off to the lab and then i get my scans back and that, that you know for you you just didn't you didn't need any of that and it was it was so that was such a surprise i think you're the first person that i've had to have that reaction to it aid mm. which is great you know for me because i i get very enthusiastic and surprisingly about what i do but it is it's nice to you know to be kind of like brought up and go okay yeah not everybody reacts like that and it is nice to find out what makes you tick in and it is maybe that slightly more digitally based manipulations rather than the hand processing part of it i think it's maybe the very visual nature of it i do Mm. need i i don't often have a clear outcome in mind Mm. ahead of time so part of my creative process if you can call it that is seeing the interim visual steps and taking cues Mm -hmm. and feedback from those interim visual steps that allow me to proceed and sometimes I proceed to a dead end and have to roll back a bit and go in a different direction and things like that but that's something that's not so readily available in you know in processing my in processing my own film yeah because you'd have that's a that's a one-time thing right you can only process one roll of film once right uh, and you know if you don't have a clear idea of where you're going with something and actually the creation for me the visual creation happens throughout every step of the process i don't really begin with the end in mind but i feel like uh, the problem with that is the same as with me it takes so much time 
to do it in film because you would need to do several you know test shoots with different film stocks different use different developers try to figure out what's uh, the right choice what's the right combination for a project and i'm like you i i don't feel like i i don't want to spend the time because i do like taking an image trying to figure out what style i want it to be in and then just you know use a preset if it's a digital image and go from there or just use a film that i i've known for a long time which gives me the results but it's still it's still funny how your the images on your website are such a juxtaposition to what i would have imagined your photos to be like before i saw them because uh, you 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 come across as the corporate aide who's uh, uh, reasonable and 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 then your images are rebellious and and uh, I feel like you you uh, that's what I like about your images you express a side of you that you probably need to suppress all day long being with clients and being the corporate aide and then the rebel aide takes a camera and just. <laughs> does stuff and that's that's something which i um which i like is as a style because uh that that you use this form of expression to um um cater to part of your character that you usually can't cater to and yeah it's that's, a, it's a that's interesting really cool. interesting yeah. insight there you're probably probably a bit right about that i mean i do yeah because of the work i do professionally i um i had to learn a lot of lessons earlier in my career about things that it's okay to say and things that it's not okay to say and things the way you the way it's okay to behave and where it's not okay to behave and a lot of it because there's a lot of stuff going on in my head and because probably when I was younger I was arrogant and thought I know better now I'm older and it's probably just that maybe I see the world a different way but I've I've trained myself to to, to at least try and understand the way other people think but my natural tendency is not to be diplomatic my natural tendency is to speak my mind and I had to you know nail that down very early on in my career because it wasn't the right thing to do So maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. this is the the unconscious me trying to get out. <laughs> but that's that's uh, what you said about uh, Anil. You you three see his character and his images, mm. and I see part of your character and your images. Yeah, I okay, see. Cool. I mean, I mean, that's if, very, I, I shall take that as a compliment. Thank you very much. Yeah, and and it it is it is, and Claire is the same with with you and Rachel as well. In Claire's images. I sometimes feel she she would have loved uh, living in like the 60s, uh, late 60s, early 70s in mm-hmm. California someplace. I'd love and, to live in California. Yeah. And, now and, I'd love to live in California. And she yeah. makes Anglesey look like California. And, <laughs> yeah. But that is that is the this the freedom you get by expressing these parts of your character in your images. It's, I think, yeah. it's amazing, isn't it? I was going to just as well, um, before I forget, rewind back to a point that Ada said earlier when you said um, you don't like doing a lot of post work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. just reminded me when I was on, a, someone said to me the importance of um, make their view, of course, because it's all, it's all um, 
you know, you, you, we can we can listen at the end of the day. It's all about choices, I suppose. This is where I'm going. So, and they were saying the importance of um, making you know, what they're, they're saying was rubbish in, rubbish out, as in the camera. So that that's what they said. And they were they were going on about the importance of you know trying to get everything right in the camera and not okay. relying on post um, too much. And do you remember that when was it? It must have been around two thousand and eight ish, seven eight something like that. Instagram filters became pop. What was it? What was that filter that everyone was using on their phone? I mean, like, like with the Instax, was it? Yeah. Oh, all right. You know, and everyone was just taking like a, a normal picture on their phone or whatever and then and putting those filters on. It was adding something. But I was thinking, I, I kind of, I, I don't know about you, but I try to do a lot in camera and not rely that I don't mind doing post. And I suppose when it comes down to it, it's all about choices that we make, isn't it? Like you were saying, other what if you're in a dark room, even choosing your paper or develop or how you, you print or if you're going to do all the dodging and burning or whatever, or you're not. I suppose we all have, a, it's all our choices that we make, isn't it? Our practice and our choices that lead to what some people might say is our style or our aesthetic. But I always think it comes back to, for me, you've got to please yourself first. So if you, if you make your work and you come up with an image and you're really, to you, you think, I love this image or I like it or whatever, I'm going to show you. I, I think that's the most important thing. Is you have to please yourself first and, and be happy with it yourself rather than trying to please maybe other people. It's very different. I know, Rachel, <laughs> you've got the stress, though, if you're, when you're doing in your wedding work because you have the added stress of thinking, oh, will they like these images, yeah? Yeah, there I'd is imagine, that. I'd imagine it's, it's, it's a stress I couldn't cope with. Yeah, I mean, there definitely obviously is that element to it because you want to do a good job for the person mm. whose mm. wedding it is and who's paying you. Yes. But, but you know, more than that, you know, it's it's a, a very important sort of like thing to be able to, and a privilege to be able to capture something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess that's that's what I'm getting to with it is to is to realise that there's a reason people would choose me over or not you know uh, as a, of another photographer because of that style right mm. you know and the way that I that yeah. I you know create these things and yeah. I, I guess I I'm very much a kind of heart on my sleeve kind of person as you'll all know you know there's um uh I'm and I'm quite I'm quite happy with that you know that is who mm. I am I feel like that there's more there's enough stress in my life anyway but more that it's a more stressful experience for me to try and not be me, you know, to try and suppress that and to hide any of that or to, you know, um, the stresses that aid maybe goes through to have these kind of like two parts of, of what he can present to the world or not. At least I don't feel like, uh, you know, it, it's a bit different for me, I think. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> your your style that, that you have in your wedding photography, mm. I think is so genuine that, you can see that style in the private work you do. I re distinctly remember an image that you posted a while ago on Instagram of Constance with her little rucksack. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and and she was like going out of the door and, and you wrote something, oh, they are so little, but already leaving the house or something yeah. like that. And yeah. uh, and it's it's an image I can't cannot forget it's so good oh. and it's 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 it is uh i think in uh, one of the best examples of your style it's personal it's 
up and close in a in a polite way and um i can i th in that image i thought with that seeing that image i thought you shoot images of your daughter exactly the same uh honest and 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 and, and tender way you shoot your That's professional really work yeah That's and so it's sweet. an amazing it's image oh thank you so much christian that's so lovely of you to say it's yeah it, it it's a weird one isn't it when it's something so like personal and so close to to you and who you are and everything and um that actually that image uh was shot on my phone that you know that wasn't a film shot um it's you know but it was black and white wasn't it it, it, was, it was black and white yeah. yeah um and i i actually deliberated quite a long time about color or black and white um but i thought it it suited the style that i was after um to have it in black and white because that is mostly what i shoot in exactly my and, point and and i think isn't that interesting that that's an image that you know, clearly you've seen and thought, oh, yeah, there's something about that that's spoken to you. Um, yeah, that's, that's really, like, affirming, I guess, to know that my style is across across both of those. It's really, that's really fun. Because, yeah, I didn't have my film camera with me, but at least I got the shot, you know. And, and I struggled a lot, especially when she was um, born and what have you, and the struggles that we went through with it. Um, and, you know, our first few months and things that I wasn't shooting film, you know, and I wasn't shooting at all. And I didn't have a camera in my hand and wasn't capturing all of these moments that were just disappearing. Um, and Graham was like, Rachel, it doesn't matter. Like, just whatever you've got to hand, just take a photo and, and, and have it, you know, because nobody else nobody's going to mind, you know, you've got nothing to prove about this. And uh, And I was like, right just take the photo, you know, and just make sure you've got that there. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do more of. Um, and then when you've got that time or if you've got, you know, a, a bit of space, you know, whether that's mentally or, you know, literally uh, to uh, to do that, then you can always use a different tool for the job. Maybe your film camera. You know? But you were true to your style, no Thanks. matter what yeah. tool you use. And I think that yeah. is the point that... Uh, um, yeah, that is that is one thing that's worth worthy of yeah. discussion, whether or not the tool actually dictates your style or not. For some people it does, like aid. Mm. For some people it doesn't, like Claire. For me it does as well. But for mm. me, uh, the, the film photography and film cameras formed my style. Everything I saw that I loved and want to do like that. Mm. And it will always be uh, what I want to shoot. Mm. I shoot it with different tools sometimes, but yeah, I thought it was interesting, you know, with um, AIDS images of a really that really nineties feel. Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of that, of course, and early two thousands was about the glitchiness, which is such a distinct digital effect, right? You know, it's that's what I found interesting about seeing AIDS work on the on his new website, AIDSstock mm -hmm. um, That was. Yeah, so distinctly, it has that lo-fi look of the 90, late 90s, early 2000s. But the glitchiness of it is obviously, it's all squares, isn't it? It's all broken pixels. It's, it's but, very but much For me, it's completely analog because these are the glitches you got on VHS and it was yeah. completely analog because <laughs> of, the, of the line shift. Ooh. 
which is also an analog process because you have yeah. uh, scan lines and and I don't know. Yeah. It's it's I, well, yeah. I think I, I, we we need to give him uh, like lomography film or. So, so, so I think well, the, 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 we've talked a lot about me, which is, I mean, of course, I'll always enjoy that. Hopefully the listeners do too. <laughs> um, the, one of the questions I put in you know, for, for us to consider is, is you know, what are we going to do differently going forward? So so I think there's there's a couple of things. One is, um, I can't remember whether you mentioned this on the recording or, or outside of the recorded bit of the podcast last week, but Anna mentioned a, a book by a, a very famous 90s graphic designer called David Carson. And I looked it up on Amazon and it was 250 quid because it's out of print. And I looked at <laughs> so right. I just so I Googled it and found a secondhand copy for eleven pounds and it arrived, oh, um, it arrived today actually. And I've been looking I've been looking um. at it because it arrived today. Um, and it is full of um exactly that aesthetic that Anna was describing. Okay. Um not it, my stuff that on uh, the website is is different, right? It is 25 years later it's informed by that 25 years and also of course all the tooling is very different because these guys in the 90s were working in very much a, a combination of, of good old-fashioned analog collage right uh, mixed in with some yeah some grainy vhs and and or not grainy but you know, whatever the right mm -hmm. term is for low quality vhs kind of you know video imagery so there's there's very much a, a vibe there that actually is you know you can buy apps for your phone today to, to to simulate vhs glitchiness and stuff like that but it but this is this was the real thing and of course they were doing it for the first time as well whereas anything you buy on an app today is clearly yeah, inspired by so so what am i going to do differently I think there is an element of, and, and from this conversation as well, just today, right? You know, actually, now I have a better idea from the, this process, a little bit about what style means to me. I can now go and f explore different ways to, to, to express that, to execute it and to do that. And that gives me an inroad into film photography that I haven't had before, actually. That, that I think is going to take my film photography in a different direction. Um, the, the one, that, you know, so that's a really powerful thing. Um, I think I'm going to keep going with printing and zines and things like that. I think having having Ooh. done the website is great, but I am really still keen to do more on the printing. And I, I've always wanted to do something around graphic design, but don't really have an eye for it. Mm. But I think maybe I'll try and a bit more experimenting with the graphical nature of perhaps a zine or, or a collection of prints or something like that. And um, yeah, because I think I feel like I've got hold of something that not, not that it's eluded me for years and years and years, but I feel like this exercise where we've really focused in on style and, and given it some deeper thought, I found that really helpful. That's really good to hear, Aid. And I think, um, you know, personally, just myself, I've, I've learned a lot from these conversations. I've really I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to them and taking part in them. It's been great. Um, and I've learned a lot about everybody else's style as well and about that context behind what makes people tick, what things that they mm -hmm. want to get from it and whether style is just, you know, it's just sort of naturally there or whether it's something that we've had to work very hard for, you know, and I think that there's something to be said for that as well. Sometimes natural style comes easy to some people, like they're just born to have that style of shooting or that way of creating something. And for others, you know, it is a longer 
process you know that can be a lifetime's work you know to find out what your style is um i guess taking things forward um just something that pops into my head was that maybe there would be an it might be an interesting twist on the like cheap shots challenge that it was sort of like a style challenge instead to try something that you've not done before you know either to try and shoot in the style of one of the other you know co-hosts or or of somebody else or something like that and just and just try it out or or even if it's not as as intense as that maybe it's like well if you've never shot you know on on color film before or on slide or on yeah. a double you know or lomography or gray or something metropolitan um maybe that's something that you should try instead i don't know it would be interesting to see whether one whether it's possible and two whether it taught you taught each of us something about what we do whether our own style still still comes through you know, um, I, I could definitely get behind that one about a double film. I I I have a try, I remember trying double film when they first launched and um, didn't really get any results out mm-hmm. of it that I liked. Not because there was anything wrong with the film, just mm. didn't quite gel yeah. with it, right? Um, but having had this conversation, I think I might give it another go. Mm. That's cool. Which, which double film did you? Which double one did you use? Can you remember? bluey coloured one yeah. it was a, it was years ago you isn't there yeah yeah i could i couldn't honestly say sorry not i could probably go look it up but i, I couldn't say if I guess the thing, it's just waiting for that the right moment for your style to meet with the project or you know for for your style to catch up with wherever you are you know in your personal life or something like yep. that and and mm. that, that moment of serendipity is that if that's the right word, I don't know if that is the right word, but um, a perfect storm, you know, <laughs> for for getting for getting that like the money shot or the right moment for that to to happen. Perhaps I don't yeah. know. What do the rest of you think about doing something like that? Some kind of, in, I don't know. I just think it's an I, interesting I, idea. I, I was wondering if uh, all of us had Instax cameras. I know mm-hmm. Ada has one. Do you have one, uh, Claire? I do. Yeah. Yeah. You do? Do you mm-hmm. have one, uh, Rach? I do, yeah. I, I do too. So <clears throat> uh, I, I, I was thinking about uh, Claire's um, suggestion to use the same tool and see what mm-hmm. happens. And since we all have the same tool, an um, Instax camera of some some form, I have an Instax Square. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's wide. Yeah. Mine's wide, yeah. But what would our brief be then? Good Ooh. question. Good question. Maybe so. It could either be something like try to shoot the same sort of uh, assignment. The other thing could mm-hmm. be use the same tool to shoot something you like, mm-hmm. and try to shoot your style with the same tool, and just to see how. I mean, the film is exactly the same. It's okay. It's yours is wide, mine is square, and mm-hmm. um, but that's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think. I think it would be very funny to compare what, I mean, if we give give ourselves total freedom to shoot whatever we like, I'm pretty sure you will yes. see each uh, each host style distinctly in the images. That would be interesting. I, I would also like to see, let's say it was um, an idea of a, a still life, let's say, and we had the same three objects, like everybody's got an apple, everybody's got yeah. a... A chair. Everybody's got. Ah. 
you know? And it's like, what do you do with an apple, a chair and a hat? And how do you shoot that on instant film or something? And just see how that came out. It doesn't have to be those objects, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, something like that would be kind of interesting. That, sound, that sounds fun. Yeah. Aid's like, we've lost Aid. He's off the call. He's gone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm pondering. Still, still life is, is not something I'm very good at. So, well, but... it, see, it's nothing that I don't do still life I either. I've never that's done it was... either. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was choosing that because I don't think it's anything that any of us particularly focus on. Uh, Claire, you do, I mean, you probably have done But when you said those three items, you see, yeah. already I got an image in my head. Yeah. Wow. Hat, yeah. We were to do a hat, an orange, and, an, and a hat, an orange, and a chair. You I said, said a hat, uh, an apple, and a chair, an but yeah. An orange, a hat, an apple, and a chair. Yeah. Maybe we should really do that. And then we can we can probably get a lot of people on Discord by saying you will only see the results in the Discord uh, <laughs> channel, some Discord channel. Mm. <laughs> maybe. Interesting. Okay, maybe we should uh, let the listeners decide whether or not that's a good idea, and then pick that up <laughs> at a, at a later point. Th as as a as a general principle of ideas, I think it's an excellent idea. That's a um, great idea. Yeah, I I, I I doubt I'm not as quick as jumping to an image in my head as clear yeah, as based one, yeah. ar based yeah. around a hat and apple and a chair. But... Yeah, I got right. one. Not unless got it's one. a really small is, hat. Is, I could is do she that. allowed? <laughs> is she, is she allowed to add Claire to the still life? <laughs> that's our, I think that's that's the thing is where our style comes in, isn't it? It's, it's our interpretation. So <laughs> let's. So is that our brief then? Instax, 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 apple, a chair and a hat. <laughs> yeah. huh. However, we interpret that. Yeah. yeah. So sure, let's do it. Let's, okay. Let's, yeah, let's I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to write this down on my edit <laughs> notes where I. Yes, where please do so. I don't have uh, a. What? I'm just thinking they are at least objects that all of us can source without too much difficulty. Yeah. Um, and we all have, as uh, Christian made sure, we've all got an Instax or an instant um, camera that we could use. So whether it's in whatever ratio, form, size, if it's mini, if it's square, if it's wide, mm. it doesn't really matter. Um, you've got a sort of a starting point of a, a film stock that we all happen to have, a camera that we've got, uh, and objects that are just generally like around and about so mm. it seems like it would be mm. kind of fun and um obviously if if people would like to join in you know with that oh, if, yes. if Good idea. To, that would be wonderful we'd love to uh Love to open it up as always. You know, that's a good uh, fun idea. We I make like sure it. that uh, everyone knows where there is no affiliation with Fuji. <laughs> it just happens to be what we have. It's just yeah, what we've got. Absolutely. No, that's that, that seems great. I mean. As as a, as an end to our mini series on style, I think it's always an interesting one to to come up with something that um, will uh, yeah will push us to mm. try something new, right? In terms mm -hmm. of style or mm. or to try something out. So mm. it's been oh, good great. stuff. Good stuff. And don't try too hard as well. Sometimes I think you can try too hard and not get anywhere. Yeah, you know. And there's a band I like called Raw Trucks, and they have a song, Don't Try Too Hard. So I think sometimes don't try too hard, <laughs> if that makes sense, because we can, you can try too hard and be yeah. realised trying to do. Yeah. yeah, totally makes sense to me. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> OK, so anybody got any other things they're going to do differently going forward? I don't know. I liked what a lot of what you just said there, Rachel, about different films, although... Um, 
I was thinking today, I was reading somewhere, it was on the on the internet about Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, that he wears the same outfit every day, apparently. Like his his whole wardrobe is um, <laughs> the same T-shirts, a grey T-shirt, some certain type of jeans and that. And he said he, he, he finds it, it cuts down his choices in the day. And sometimes... Yeah. Happens to yeah. me, but only because I've yeah. got a toddler. So it's like literally what I wore the day before. And I was thinking, with film, you can get so overwhelmed with the choice, yeah. can't you? Yeah. That sometimes I, I, I find I do that. I'll just stick with the same film because I like it, and then yeah. it cuts down my stress of choice. It's the but, same uh, for me. Even when mm. shooting digital, I use the same preset because yeah. I know what I get. Mm. So good to push ourselves maybe a little out of our comfort zone a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, totally. I think it is really good to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, I mean, that's I'm, I'm going to be working on a project. Um, no, right? Where yeah, I you're am, pushing yourself really hard this year, totally Claire, so, yeah, my, aren't you? Um, yeah. Probably too much, you know, and, and it's got the high risk. It could all go wrong, but uh, if and you know, hopefully it won't. It's got pyros and it can all go wrong. Yeah, and it's on medium format and it's in the low light and all these elements. That's don't uh, burn down Anglesey, please. I no, want to go there. <laughs> so we'll see. But I think it is good. I think that's for me anyway. I, I know I can only speak for myself, but I feel like that's how I learn more by pushing myself yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's, cool. it's, 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 it's uh, when I play my instrument. My teacher mm. says, uh, we, uh, you, you know, when you play bluegrass, it's a lot about speed. And people lots of times say, yeah, you just, you know, start slow and get quicker and quicker. And he said, no, no, no. You start f much too quick mm. and then go slower because <laughs> going slower is easier when you play it quickly. And even if you make mistakes, just try to play as quickly as possible and then turn it down a little bit. And then mm -hmm. you, you're back in your comfort zone, which is much higher than, you know, playing slow. Yeah, I mean, that's very good Sometimes point. you need to, wasn't it um, Arthur C. Clarke? Hang, hang on, hang on, I'll just find the uh, um, the quote. You, you keep talking, that's a really good. Uh, okay, well, well, we'll close the show with the quote then, because I, <laughs> I think that's pretty much us done for today, isn't it? And for, for the mini series. So thank, thank you. Um, everybody for listening thank you to our two guests that we've had over the last couple of weeks to nick carver and to anil mystery um uh, i hope yeah. everybody enjoyed having them on as guests thank you to everybody in the discord who's been continuing the conversation and joining in the conversation that's been awesome uh i've really enjoyed it i uh i i i'm, I'm loving the whole mini series format so you know uh maybe we'll do another one uh maybe we'll see what's going on yeah uh, and right, so uh, that's me done with the end of the show. Apart from, apart from, Christian is going to give us this quote. The quote from Clark's uh, Three Laws, Arthur C. Clark, look it up. The second law is the only way of discovering the limit of the possible is to venture a little way past them into the impossible. Mm. <laughs> and even with the, and you know what they say? Even with the world impossible, the word impossible. It says I'm possible. Oh, good stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, there we go. That was on, it's on a, I, I got that off a Polaroid slider. Oh, because that was a Polaroid slider. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> That's it's all, good, isn't it? All yeah. good. All good. Brilliant. Good thoughts good. to end on. Thank you again, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week. Take care. Goodbye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.